Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. We are celebrating 15 years in Pleasure Mechanics uniforms, and we have been devoted to creating online resources so you can experience more pleasure, generate more joy, and create more intimate connection in your life on your terms. Our eight online courses cover everything from full body massage to mindful sex to erotic spanking and kinky sex so you can explore new erotic experiences with our support and guidance at your own pace in the comfort of your own home. You will find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. If you are new to the show, go to pleasuremechanics.com free and enroll in our free online course, The Erotic Essentials, to get started with us right away. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get more playful and joyful and curious in our erotic experiences, how to get off script, as we talked about in the last episode, by focusing on how we use the tools and toys and accessories and costumery in our erotic realms, in our bedrooms as erotic accessories. This episode is timed perfectly with Halloween, which is, you know, not only spooky season, but slutty season. It's when we all have the opportunity to costume ourselves and accessorize and express different parts of ourselves. Like this festival gives us permission to go there and to go there socially, to show up at the party dressed as something or someone else. And some of us take more or less advantage of this, but it's a great annual reminder of how we can bring more costumery, accessories, tools, and toys into our bedroom. But especially, how do we do this while not going more into a script, like not getting locked into how we use these objects, but using these objects in really playful, free-form, improvisational ways for maximum play and pleasure? Mm-hmm. Mm, so delicious. I feel like we've been talking about play quite a bit recently, and we have such a long history of sex being used at, within a script of domination or at least performance. And so now when we're introducing this framework of sex being an opportunity for play and pleasure, it's such a different game-changing framework that we need to be reminded of it again and again until we can really embody that in all aspects of our sex life. Okay, that is such a big idea, but just to make it really tangible, the performance script-based version of sex of the past that we are trying to compost and dismantle, the performance script-based version of sex would give you a sword and say, this is a sword, you know how to use it. And assume that you know how to use that sword for one thing and that one thing is probably penetrating and slaying. And you can do it correctly and you can be a winner or you can be a loser. Right. The play, improvisational, pleasure-based version shows you a bin of objects, included in which is a sword, but that sword can become 
a million different things. That sword can be used as a tool of penetration or as freeing someone from bondage. That sword can be used as a comedic object as much as it can be used as an object of menacing domination. It invites us into a totally different attitude when it comes to not just the sword, but like (laughs) our entire attitude of sex, how we show up for sex, what we do in the bedroom, what we do for pleasure as bodies coming together or as in our own bodies, right? Like this whole question of what is sex, what counts as erotic play is going to be encapsulated in this conversation about toys and tools and objects and costumes and how we can approach it with a scriptless, improvisational, curious, playful, generative approach. Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> what a better way to explore that with like the wondrous world of accessories and costumes and objects. Cause when it, you know, we're all bodies showing up for sex in some way. And there's so much to talk about there. And we do, and we have for 15 <laughs> years. Um, but it's really interesting to think about the costumes of sex. And maybe your mind goes right to role play, but it also includes things like lingerie and arguably even the business suit, right, is a costume of gender and power and status display. And so everything we put on our bodies, the way we adorn ourselves, jewelry, makeup choices, hairstyling, plus what we wear for sexy time, any kink or fetish objects, Plus our sex toy drawers, right? Our vibrators, our bondage gear, our S&M gear, like all of these objects express something and invite experiences. And how do we get more playful with all of that? It's a big umbrella. It is. (laughs) And it starts with noticing what the traditional script is, which we talked a lot about in the last episode. There will be links in the show notes. As always, this conversation is situated amongst so many others one of which is erotic context, meaning pleasure and arousal for us humans is context dependent. So when we think about all of this, it's kind of the set and setting for your sexy time. And when we think about how variable that is for each of us, right? If I ask 100 people to describe their most sexy room what people are wearing, what objects are around them, what food is on the table for later, I'll get a hundred different answers. And maybe even more because some of us have a lot of versions of sexy. But the invitation here is to find yours amongst all of the ways we can adorn ourselves, accessorize, express who are you as an erotic being And looking to the context you want to create is a really good way to start getting clues into that. Mm, There's so much there. What do you find sexy? What turns you on? What allows a little bit more arousal? If you're thinking about the lighting, you're thinking about what you're wearing, you're thinking about what your partner might be wearing or saying or energy that they might be embodying. What aspects of yourself are you tapping into and adorning yourself with as you play, as you enter the space, sense, music. I mean, it just goes on and there's so many choices to make. 
But most of us never even ask this question, right? There's so many choices to make. We could curate a thousand different erotic galaxies for one another. But most of us never even ask this question or make deliberate choices around what we bring into our life. Some of us have sex toy drawers. And a lot of those collections are kind of collected over the years. Um, How much do we curate that collection and really think about what it's expressing? But many of us have never asked this question of how do I cultivate the erotic context for the experience I want to have? It's so simple, but like so many things we talk about here on Pleasure Mechanics, it's kind of simple, but not easy, especially in a culture that tells you who you should be as a sexual object instead of inviting you into expressing yourself as a sexual being. So this is new for a lot of us, and we should just honor that. Even those of us who have big sex toy collections sometimes haven't done this kind of like curation of what am I expressing? What experiences do I want to call in with these objects? And how are we using these objects once we have them? Because it's not just about the buying of the gear. It's what we do when we pull it out of the drawer and the attitude we use that object with, right? So vibrators, for example, are now available at big box stores online. We will have links in the show notes page to places to get great tools and toys so you don't waste your money. But a vibrator, a simple vibrator can be used in so many different ways with so many different attitudes on so many different parts of the body to evoke so many different experiences and sensations. Right. And from solo play, like the classic idea of a person pulling a vibrator out of their toy and putting it on the shaft and having an orgasm in a little solo masturbation session. Yeah, that's legit. That's a legit use of a vibrator. But it could also be held against a nipple while someone is in bondage to create wicked tantalizing sensation. Or it could be drawn down the side of the body in a sensual moment and then pressed into the perineum, perhaps, as part of anal play. Wait, I want to keep going. Drawn up the shaft to the frenulum, and then paused there. As part of oral play, right? So in one arc, we've just gone from sensation play during bondage to a nice tease foreplay during a massage to part of anal play to part of oral play, all with one object. And that's not even pulling in all of the different energies, right? Are you holding that vibrator as the person is squirming and begging for release? Or are you doing it in a really sensual, luscious way? There's so many ways to play when we open ourselves to them and when we have buffets of options. And part of the work we try to do here at Pleasure Mechanics is name a lot of these possibilities out loud both here on the podcast in our 400 plus episodes that we offer to you, but also in our online courses. And right now my mind is going to our kinky sex course, which offers these banquets of options of sensations, erotic energies, power dynamics, and invites you into these kind of interactive experiences where you can mix and match to find what is right for you and what you want to experience right? Do you want to experience sweetness and tenderness and romance? Are you ready for the thrills of a really charged power dynamic scene? Do you want to be held in really loving, 
sensual erotic massage space while your entire body is pampered. All of these experiences kind of require a different context and different accessories to make them come alive for one another. Just like when we throw a party, right? We like decorate the house and we lay out specific food and we put on a specific playlist to create a vibe, a mood. We can start applying this kind of curation to our sex life and create experiences for ourselves or one another. And so there's different ways of finding the options that light you up. What we're going to start inviting you to do is expose yourself to a wider range of options and then notice your excitement, notice your delight, notice your turn on, notice your curiosity, notice those places you have charged but maybe have said no to in the past and start exploring some of these things, either with objects and toys and accessories you already have lying around, like how do you get more playful with what's already in your world, or by bringing in new objects into your life. And then playing with them in a creative improvisational way. And when we talk about exposing yourself to these buffets of options, uh, letting us walk you through these experiences in our online courses, or even some of the practices we're going to invite you to do this Halloween season and beyond to kind of expose yourself to a wide range of archetypes, options, expressions, we're then inviting you to notice how you feel. And what that means is how you feel on the inside of your body. And this skill is called erotic interoception. We've done a whole episode about it. The link will be in the show notes page. But it's about your ability to feel your inner feelings and sensations inside your own body. One great way to feel what you feel more fully is through meditation And our sponsor for this week's episode offers a powerful tool to help you make meditation a more regular practice in your life. We've partnered with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools to deepen how you feel your own body. Clear your head with guided daily meditations, improve your focus with curated music while you work, and drift off to sleep with sleep stories and soundscapes. Even as a longtime meditator, using the Calm app has helped me prioritize this time and take my meditation practice in new directions with their buffet of options. It's truly a pleasure to explore. Go to calm.com slash pleasure for 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of beautiful programming. New content is added every week, so you always have something to explore. That's calm.com, C-A-L-M.com slash pleasure for 40% off your Calm premium subscription. And big thanks to Calm.com for sponsoring this episode and bringing this tool into our lives. That's Calm.com slash pleasure. So as we tune into our bodies, we can start noticing excitement, interest, curiosity. And recently, Charlotte, you and I were walking around a Halloween store, and I want to throw this out there. As this episode drops, it's days before Halloween. If you're listening to it now or plan ahead for the future, if you're catching it down the road, and there's other ways to do this with catalogs, with online media, but the idea is to walk into that Halloween store and just start noticing. 
because we were walking around as a family. And what you start noticing is in a given Halloween store, there's maybe five, 10,000 objects and objects of all kinds from handcuffs to goddess cuffs, from scary, freaky things to really pretty fanciful things, right? The whole range of imagery and archetypes and fantasies is covered and just wander and notice what you respond to. What do you desire? What do you want to put on your body? What do you want to see on somebody else's body and potentially play with or interact with? How might it shift how you interact? What power dynamics do you see there? What sensations do you want to play with with some of the tools and toys you see on the on the walls and these are all the like facsimiles of the objects right it's not the sword it's a foam sword it's a crappy foam sword and so some of this is just the evocation right that's what I kind of noticed in the Halloween store I was like I want this this and this but the real version (laughs) I don't want the foam polyester version but it still evokes a certain imagery and you notice where you linger Go into a Halloween store or anywhere you can get a wide range of input. Some big cities have costume stores year round. You can look at a costume website and just browse and notice between the costumes, the accessories, the objects, what kind of sparks interest, curiosity, excitement. And you're just looking for that little like, huh, (laughs) that's all it is. It's not like, oh, I would put on that pirate suit and strap her to the bow of my ship, right? Like sometimes a fully formed fantasy doesn't pop forward. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. And some of us have fully formed fantasies just waiting to be accessorized. (laughs) And to that, I say, go for it. Mm -hmm. And a cheap version can be the Halloween store or the Halloween store at 50% off, even better. Day after Halloween, great tip. But you can also get objects online you can now get things like artisan made swords historical objects accessories corsets Um, i realized i was really turned on by copper Mm. recently and i bought us these beautiful copper water bottles they were like 20 bucks and i love like (laughs) touching the copper it just evokes something for me i love it i love it and until we can afford gold we shall have (laughs) copper (laughs) And again, it's textures and sensuality there. Like for me, wood and metal and leather really does it. For other people, it's more soft and silky. The erotic realm is limitless for us humans. And it's a place we get to do this. Most of us don't have the freedom in our work or in our social spheres to be as weird or expressive as we really are and want to be. In your erotic life, you get to be as weird and specific as you allow yourself to be. And these little objects, you know, whether it's a specific candelabra that sits on your bedside table, but really like evokes that kind of goth wax dripping mood. And maybe you don't light it every night, but when you do, it takes you somewhere. It just gives you, it's a permission holder, a placeholder, for a whole mood of vibe to be evoked. And we can give ourselves permission to do more and more of this as space and time and resources allow. 
And I want to say this doesn't have to be expensive. Some people geek out and this is their entire life budget, right? Is the corsets and the leather gear and the furniture and the slings. And that's valid. I like being friends with those people. (laughs) But for some of us, it's really simple choices. The color of your sheets. We all sleep on sheets. What sheets you choose matters. And you can curate this object by object, kind of inch by inch in your life towards pleasure, erotic expression, you declaring who you are and what you find pleasurable and joyful in this world. What delights you? Mm -hmm. And do you see the creativity? Do you feel the possibilities and the different energies that it evokes for you? Because we have so much within each of us. And in our regular everyday life, we don't have space to experience it all. But these little choices can allow for us to open into these other realms and spaces. And there's excitement and possibility and energy there that we can then bring to our erotic life. And it can be as simple as what robe you slip on after a shower or what underwear you put on. These daily choices can start really curating different erotic moods for different seasons in our life. And I really want to name that. This can shift and change and be flexible over time, even within one relationship. How beautiful to give one another permission to change and express different parts of ourselves, different energies as the seasons of our life change, right? And it's not all about redecorating. It's an internal permission and ability to tap into expressing and creating from our most erotic selves, our most specific selves, our weirdest, kinkiest, most unabashed, shameless versions of ourself. And for that, sex toys are glorious because they're kind of unabashed pleasure objects. When you have a drawer or a chest or a box full of pleasure toys, specifically curated around your pleasures, it's a firm yes to your joy in this world. And because these things can get expensive, we love to partner with companies like our next episode sponsor, likeakitten.com. Because at likeakitten.com, you can curate your own box of beautiful, high quality pleasure objects, and they'll ship them to your door in a gift ready box for just 69 bucks. You get to choose one item out of each of their six categories. So often one of these vibrators alone retails for more than $69. So this is a beautiful deal and the opportunity to curate your experience. And so at likeakin.com, they guide you through these categories in the build your own box, toys, beauty products, lube and cleansers, games, sexy accessories, lingerie, and then you get to choose. And so for example, one option is a beautiful robe. But what evokes more pleasure for you? Is it the sleek satin robe or the soft, fluffy hooded robe? Do you want kitten ears or golden cuffs? Making these choices is a way of saying yes to your desires. Right now, likeakitten.com is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com and enter the code pleasure at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping this already amazing deal 
boxed beautifully, shipped directly and discreetly to your door by using the code pleasure at likeakitten.com. We've received a few boxes from them now, and we are so grateful for these beautiful new pleasure objects that came into our life. I chose the golden cuffs. I love them. (laughs) Could you have guessed? (laughs) And while not real gold, of course, they evoke this whole mood of adornment and luxury and sensuality and it can elevate right so we don't use them every time I give you an erotic massage but if we're going to take a little bit of extra time and I'm going to pleasure you like the queen you are to me it's a way I can pull that out and say here we're going to go a little extra I'm going to make you feel a little bit more like a queen goddess tonight and I'm going to pamper you we're going to luxuriate in this you will be cuffed in this dripping gold, right? And what does that elevate for both of us, right? This can be a gift to yourself. This can be part of solo play. This can be part of partnered play. It can be part of going out for the night. And you could wear those gold cuffs as bracelets. And that is a little flag to everyone in the room. Like, Mm. I am the girl in the golden cuffs. Or I am this glorious genderqueer version of me in these golden cuffs, these beautiful boots and booty shorts, right? How we curate our own erotic expression and then present ourselves to ourselves, our partners, the world, potential partners. Really, it's a lifelong opportunity of self-expression, of creative permission giving, of being more playful with not only our sex lives, but with ourselves as beings, right? It wakes up that part of us. It's like, wow, we have all these options. Who do you want to be right now? What's true for you right now? What do you want to experience right now? What do you want to express right now? Mm, Such good questions to always go back to. In or out of the Halloween (laughs) store. (laughs) Yeah. And again, when we talk about these objects, it's so easy to focus on looks. What does it look like? And here at Pleasure Mechanics, we're so much more interested in how it feels, how it feels both like for you and then how it feels to engage with your partner. How do we get beyond what these things look like and what do they feel like as a fully embodied erotic sensual experience? Mm, one of my favorite questions. <laughs> if we, th- we got satin cuffs in one of the boxes from like a kitten, and of course we can imagine what we could do with cuffs. We, I'm imagining wrists, it right now. Yes. <laughs> but also... You tied up all lovely. Yes. But also that texture can be beautiful, dragged down the body, over nipples and that brings a different sensation than our hands could bring in that moment we're adding another element that we're playing with that we're exploring that we're bringing our attention to and creating an erotic experience that is interesting but that engagement what you're talking about is deep object play engagement right taking something out of that improv box and then using it to create a really beautiful profound experience that experience requires that kind of presence and confidence that we're cultivating in all of what we do here at Pleasure Mechanics, right? The ability to show up as a lover with those satin cuffs and hands and be flexible, be dynamic, be creative, be responsive. Notice if your partner wants to be tied down or, you know, sensually teased. Have the ability to ask your partner 
hey, I noticed these in your side drawer. What do you like to do with them? Being able to have that conversation is a whole skill set in and of itself. So in this episode, we're really inviting you to get more playful and curious about how we accessorize, adorn, costume ourselves, create erotic context around the erotic experiences we want to have and get more playful and engaged with that. We've listed a lot of ways you can do that. There will be links in the show notes page and there will be links to further resources to develop all of these adjacent skills like talking out loud about sex, exploring your erotic fantasies, thinking about erotic role-playing and power dynamics, kinky sex we've mentioned. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. So good. And you're reminding me that in Kinky Sex Mastery, there is an absolutely delicious video of 50 different sensations that Mm -hmm. can be created so that you can watch it as a somatic elicitation to really look for what interests you what delights you what are you curious about what do you want to explore that is a beautiful video oh it's exquisite and we give you a checklist a worksheet so as you're watching you can kind of map your interest and then you can go through either with yourself or with a partner and map out what are the sensations you want to explore Mm -hmm. and a lot of those sensations are with like household objects we really try to make it obvious that we don't need to spend a lot of money to evoke so much more play, sensation, interest, erotic expression, intellectual intrigue, creativity into our erotic lives, right? This is a lot of it is just like one decision away to give yourself more permission to play. And so much is possible then. Mm -hmm. Evoking this creativity just opens up worlds and we all can practice this more. Mm -hmm. There's an infinite landscape to explore. So if there are ways that we can support you in just making one or two choices to step into now, then let us be permission givers. And as always, the show notes of this episode will be rich with resources for you so you can continue the conversation with further podcast episodes Or you can dive in deep with us with one of our online courses. We have been the Pleasure Mechanics for 15 years now, devoted to developing resources so you can experience more pleasure, joy, and connection. You will find it all at PleasureMechanics.com. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Pleasure.